Hype Network presents the frightening, alarming, real-life tales show. This show brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal and may cover topics that may disturb you. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these tales, we urge you calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your podcast now. The frightening, alarming, real-life tales show firmly sides in evidence-based information, self-fact-checking, and credible news sources. Be vigilant for fake news and disinformation, and always question sources. We want to emphasize learning about the horrors of the past so that we are not doomed to repeat it in the future. We encourage you to exercise your right as a citizen of your country, hold your leaders accountable for injustices that your society faces, and vote for leaders that have a good track record, experience, and advocacies that you believe in. You are never too young to participate in national discourse, educate yourself on the issues of your country, and become a voice in your social circles, art, and activities. Your voice matters because when one person stands, you inspire others to stand up as well. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the show. Now, we've got a lot to talk about today because we yes. have a very, very special announcement for you guys. And I am super, super excited to let you know. But first, I didn't do this last episode. But this episode, I'm definitely going to do it. Let's play the theme song. This is the Frightening, Alarming, Real Life Tales show. The show where we talk about real life scariest stories. I'm Andrew. And I'm Ninja. Tell me, why do you seem so scared? 909 lying down dead. One third of them were children. She would swoop down and drain the blood of the infant. Everyone in London knows that this place is one of the most haunted places. It's haunted as fuck. This place is haunted as fuck. God. So sit back, relax, and try to get crazy with fright. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, one and all, to the frightening, alarming, real-life tale show. The show where we talk about real-life scariest stories and definitely today, this, man, the story that I have for you, it's super, super scary. But I don't know like, if Ninja's story is scary, but mine is definitely, definitely scary. Hi, Nins. Hi. You're awfully <laughs> quiet today. What's up with you? Because I think it's because we're recording at 12.20 a.m. <laughs> My brain just died. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely recording like very late into the night. I was like mentally saying like, oh, my story, I think it's fun. And then like, I realized I didn't say a word. <laughs> you you were having that Dora the Explorer effect. You know, when you say things in your brain only and then like nothing, like nothing yeah. else. Yeah, that's it. That's called the Dora the Explorer effect. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna argue, but like, I'm just gonna let it go. It's 12 a.m. Right. So, Nins, let's get on with the show. Yes. Um, when was the last time we saw each other? Do you remember? Ooh, I think it was in Iloilo. That was a couple of years ago. Was it? Iloilo? No, it wasn't. It was when during Christmas, right? When you went to the city, to Davao. Oh, yeah. It was like 2019. Yeah. Like right before the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Before, Do you remember? Yeah. yeah, I remember. I was like, I, I recently like quit my job then. And then uh, I was like, I'm tired of working for like, a year plus and then I wanna like like actually enjoy for at least a couple months before like looking for another job. 
So I was like Davao, and then I went to um, Manila for um, Big Bad Wolf. Uh huh. That time was the event that like I was like, okay, at least if I'm gonna go somewhere, I want there to be like some sort of event. So yeah, yeah. So if we magically, you know, hold on, there's something in my throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> if you know, like magically, you and I were able to meet. What would we do? Mm-hmm. Um, live stream, live show. Eh? Oh my God, a live show eh? is yeah. that is that something that you want? Is that something that I everybody mean, wants? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> for the first time in Fart's history, you might have a live show, show live, live show, show live, live show. Yeah, but well, anyway, uh, I, I have, I, I know, I said I have an announcement earlier. Mm-hmm. But I want to keep that for later in the show, okay? okay. So please remind okay. me to have to tell you guys what the announcement is, because because I might okay. forget. I did not write this in you my show notes, so uh, I might forget it. But I have an announcement later. Okay. Okay. So today's episode, it's all about real life scary games. Now, games. What? What do we mean by games? My brain went to Squid Game. Oh, well, oh, Squid Game. Something like Squid Game. Uh-huh. I guess what I mean when I say games or how I understood it is like what are games that have horror elements to it? Or rather like what are some games that are super, super creepy or like super scary? That for me is my definition of scary games or, or games. That's the definition for me in the topic. What about you, Nins? How did how did you understand the assignment? Uh, again, uh, just my brain just wanted the Squid Game. It's like, all right, let's let's find something that's like, uh, something that will kill you, kind of thing. Something or that will least, kill like, me, like me specifically. Yeah. Is this so you I can mean, eat me, you cannibal? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. She hesitated. I mean, she hesitated. Oh, your honor. God. She hesitated. No. Your honor. <laughs> She did not answer I mean, right away. Okay. I mean, she could have been like, yes. wait, what? No, like, she could have denied outright, like, right away. But no, she did not. She she was like, if you're, uh, 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 well, if I have no words. If you're to, like, have some good quality na meal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't have a source. I, excuse but me. I'm pretty sure you can go to like a really nice restaurant for a really nice meal. You don't uh, need to go to cannibalism for like a really good meal. Okay. Uh-huh. Here you are trying to beat all the allegations, <laughs> but then you go <laughs> ahead and post in the Farts Tutors Facebook page, which by the way, everybody can join. The link is in the show uh-huh. notes. Um I know I never helped my case there. You, you know what she does, you guys? Uh, like she goes and posts like <laughs> cannibal stuff. Cannibal stuff. I like how all the comments, like my posts related to that, it's like, Nins, you're not helping your case. I'm like, yeah. I'm highly aware, but this is too funny not to share. She's definitely Especially not helping her me. case. <laughs> anyway, we'll be taking a break. And when we come back, I have a story for you guys. And I don't know if this is a bit long. I'll try to keep it short. But yeah, we'll be right back. Before we get back to the episode, you should check out this Pipe Network show. If you want to learn something new or useless about the world around you, 
why don't you try listening to the Banyu Podcast Reflushed on Spotify, Anchor, or any podcast app that you use. And welcome back. <laughs> is this mine or is this yours? This is mine. So my story for... <laughs> I wasn't sure which button was which. I'm glad that it was mine. Okay, so Nins. Yes. Have you seen the movie Saw? Oh yeah, I mean, who hasn't? Like, w- which films in the Saw franchise have you seen? That's a good question. I'm sure I've seen the first one. Uh-huh. And the second one. And I think the third one. I think there are like seven in total, right? Yeah, there's like... Is it seven or six? Oh, wait. Hold on. Okay, okay, Google. How many Saw films are there? There are nine Saw films. Wow, nine. Here are the first three. Oh. Saw, Saw 2, and Saw 3. <laughs> oh, no shit. No shit, Google. <laughs> thanks, Google. <laughs> well, thanks, Google. I think I saw Saw... Or Saw... Seven? It's one of the two. I saw one of the two. Um, I remember I was like... Yeah, it's like such a gruesome film. I remember they're like all... Uh, they're, God. they're all very gruesome. Well, did you know, Nins, that something like this happened in real life? So... Were you the one behind all of it? it yes. <laughs> Is this your yes, confession? Yes, it, it was all me. But no. So let me set the scene here. It was quite a slow day. Uh, just imagine. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very slow day. Mm-hmm. You're in line at a bank waiting for your turn. It's April okay. 28, 2003. Then you hear a... Ding, ling, ling. You know, like when a bell like opens. You know, like when a shop opens. Yeah. Ding, ling. And then you hear the door open. And then you turn. And then you look at a man in his 40s. You know, he's a middle-aged man. Slightly balding. Gray hair. You know, he's holding a cane. And he looks quite weird. Like the way he walks. It's very... He looks stuffed. Like Maybe that's why he he has a cane. Yeah, because he he can't walk in... No, I mean, he yeah. look, He doesn't look, you know, like big. And, you know, he doesn't look overweight or, you know. He looks like he's wearing two shirts underneath. Maybe he is. You never know. Okay. He's cold. Yeah, maybe he is, you old. know. So he starts walking towards the teller. And before you can think about how this guy is just cutting the line, and before you can protest to it, um, you suddenly hear gasps from the tellers. And then they all start to scramble around. Like, there's this one teller in front of the guy. Uh, she's, like, she's, like, reading this note that the guy handed to her. And then, like, she's, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then everyone else is, like, scrambling in the background, like, trying to, like, do something. And then the one in front of the man, you know, the teller in front of the man, tells the man in a shaky voice, this is not possible. We can't do it at that time. And then you hear, you see some more scrambling and then all of the tellers start to take out their cash and then they put it in the bag. Wow, did I just say that with an accent? Uh, They put it in the bag. So once he had the bag, the man takes a lollipop from the counter and then he walks out. Then later in that day, like you were pretty shaken up, like what the hell was happening and all that. You go back home, you turn on the, the news and then you see a footage of a man blowing up. And then he died. Dang. This is the same man that you saw at the bank. So this man's name was Brian Wells. He was a middle-aged pizza delivery man. 
and he walked into a PNC bank in Pennsylvania and he passed the note to the teller where it said to give him 250,000 US dollars in 15 minutes. Otherwise, he was going to blow up. And then he revealed underneath his shirt, he wore a collar and there was a bomb around his neck. So someone like hooked this guy up with like a bomb and like instructions and then said that like all right go to the bank and stuff yes and then, then rob the bank do the instructions yeah okay so the 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 bank tellers could not give him the money so instead they gave him eight thousand seven hundred and two dollars now mm. at, when he left um not long after 15 minutes he got caught by the state troopers because the bank reported him like what what had happened and then so they were looking fran- frantically for this guy you know they were looking mm, for this guy okay. uh, and then they found him and then he revealed uh the man Brian Wells he revealed to the cops that he had a real bomb around his neck and that it was going to explode mm. unless they do something about it so at first the police was like no we don't believe you that's not a real bomb and then uh, eventually, he was able to convince the police to call the bomb operators. That it's a bomb. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then there, they made him wait in the side of the pavement, uh, hands behind his back, cuffed, and he was on his knees, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, is it, so by, by this time, is the police aware of like, oh, you, you got 15 minutes? Or They're aware that there is a bomb, but they don't believe it's real. Because he had just robbed the bank. Okay. Okay. So uh, they made him stand underneath the the sun for like about 25 minutes. And around this point, the live TV, the news people arrive at the scene. And then they start recording. And then there's like this whole live thing that's happening in the news. Mm-mm. So it was televised. Yes, this was televised. Now, at one point, he told one of the troopers... Did you call my boss? Because he didn't want like his boss thinking that he was slacking off, you know, like he wanted Mm-mm. him to be sure. Uh, he wanted his uh boss to know that he was, you know, he got stuck here and he was doing his work, right? So, all of a sudden, you hear beep beep. Oh, that's the beep. bomb. And then he now realizes that the bomb is about to go off. So he starts scooting backwards and he's breathless and all that. And then he goes, beep, 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 boom. And there in live television, he's knocked back. Yes. Uh, A five-inch gash is ripped across his chest. According to the reports... He was gasping for air before he died on the pavement. Then three minutes later, the bomb squad arrives. That's like delayed. Like really delayed. I I will not show this with the people. I will not show this in Fart's Tutors. Uh-huh. I will not show this anywhere. But I have the footage. I just watched it like holy shit. Th- this was caught on live television. Mind you. Live television. This happened live. I was I was looking more into like the story, what happened, uh, and then I found the footage, and that's why I was like, okay, this is a good you know like to show Ninja 
Uh, so Nins, can you describe what happened in the in the show? Uh, in the in the in the video. I watched it once. I'm not gonna watch it again because, like, holy hit! Oh my god! It's he. You can see that he was panicking. He was moving like back. Like I think he seems like he was trying to call someone for like help or something. Yeah. And then it's like it's watching like like little fire, not fireworks. Um, what's it called? The for New Year's stuff that like basically like a popper and very mm-hmm. very similar to like a fireworks. Without the the fireworks itself, yeah. I don't remember what we call that here. So we have like little little fireworks thing that like you light it up and then like it'll explode. It'll make little pops. It's it's basically that. Yeah. Like, so it's really horrible that this happened live and like all those people saw it. So after the bomb squad arrives and then the do- the the police start doing an investigation, like oh crap. There's a. This is real. Like I, we have to investigate. So they quickly investigate his car, and then they find a bunch of stuff. So the cane was apparently a homemade handgun, and they found a bunch of letters with instructions on them. Apparently, after robbing the bank, he was supposed to go to a McDonald's and buy a bush. He would find the next set of instructions. So he's supposed to leave the money there, and then go through a bunch of like these places, solving all these puzzles. His prize is his life. If he manages to solve all of the puzzles, he will be given a code that will allow him to unlock the collar around his neck and he will survive. So, so the police try to solve the case. You know, they try to solve this puzzle. And how long was it before Brian died? Close to an hour? Maybe two hours, Roughly. right? Based off of like the time stamps that I've given, like uh, around one hour to two hours has gone pa- has gone by, right? Yeah. So the police takes a couple of hours. They did not in the report. It was not spe- specified how long it took them, but it apparently it took them a couple of hours for them to figure out the puzzles, and oh, wow. the puzzles lead them to a wooded area. Where they would, where there would be a container with the next set of instructions on how to solve the collar. But when they got to the container, there was nothing inside, meaning oh. that the killers meant to kill Brian Wells after all. So it was like a false hope kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a false hope. If the time that it took for him to figure out the puzzles was not going to kill him, this was going to kill him. There's this of no win. Yeah, he was in a no-win situation. So, who was behind all of this? Now, in some part of Pennsylvania, a month after the Wells incident, the police receive a call from a man named Bill Rothstein, and he claims that there is a dead body in his freezer. The police go to check it out and find out that there really was a dead body. In, In the report that I read, they mentioned the name, but I did not write it down. Because I didn't see the need. I didn't see the connection. Maybe there will be a connection in the future. Who knows? But um, mm-hmm. for, for me, I didn't, I didn't see the connection. But yeah, there was, a, there was a dead body. And they took him into custody. Then he confessed. There he confessed that his ex-girlfriend, Marjorie Del Armstrong, asked him to help him get rid of a body and the evidence. Apparently, 
Marjorie had killed this man because of money or something. Like they had a loan or something and, um, you know, like she wanted to get rid of him and stuff because of the loan. So they had a fight about money. And then for some strange reason, he claimed that this had nothing to do with the Wells case that happened a month ago, which is weird that he would mention that. So uh, during the investigation, she said she would tell everything on the account that she be transferred to a minimum security prison near the place where the Wells incident happened. So they do that. And then there she explains everything uh, that she knew. Uh, Apparently, she knew about the Wells incident and that she supplied the timers for the bomb. Now, there are accounts that Marjorie was very smart and that she had a history of um, dead lovers and stuff like that. Now, uh, the the police were, were very sus of her by this time. So she explained that apparently Wells was in on the plan and that Wells thought that the bomb was fake. Mm. And so was Rothstein, who apparently was the mastermind of everything. So it's all it's all planned and coordinated in a sense. Okay, now hold on to your horses. Now, at around this time of the timeline, Rothstein had died from an illness, right? He, he died already. But, so Rothstein could not attest to whatever happened, right? Like, he can't. Like, of course, they're not going to bring a dead body back to life just so he can testify to save himself, right? Yeah. So the police did not buy it, you know. They've already had a hunch that Marjorie was behind everything based off of all the accounts of like where she was smart and that she had a a string of dead lovers and stuff like that. Plus, she apparently knew a lot about the Wells case. Now, they tried to find more evidence as to like why she would know so much about the Wells case, right? And so yeah. they asked a bunch of witnesses and they claimed that Marjorie apparently revealed the plan to them in extreme detail. Detail. Yes. So at this point, Nins, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? My thoughts are like the whole thing is insane. Yeah. Like, like it's so convoluted and like, honestly, at the end of the day, is it really worth it? Like to go through all that hoops just to like get the the end their end goal. It's just it's just a lot. That's a lot. Okay, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. Do you believe that Marjorie is behind everything? Probably, but like most likely, it's just she she has like. What do like, you think? A lot of yes or no. I know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like I think she she. She's she's like a right-hand man, in my opinion. Oh, so you you think she's not the mastermind, but rather she had a help. No, I, yeah, she's, I, that's what I think. Okay, that's what you think. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, they talked to a bunch of witnesses, right? Uh, now, they, one of the witnesses was this drug dealer guy. I also did not write his name because it's not important. But if yeah. you want, you can read all about the case on the, the link that I will share on the Farts Tutors page and also on the Discord channel. So if you guys want to see that, it's also there. Right, so apparently this drug dealer guy testified to the truth because he was in on the plan as well. So Marjorie 
needed 250k to hire a hitman to kill his father, who she believed was wasting all his money, money that she was supposed to inherit. Now she wanted him dead so that she could have all the money. I mean, this makes sense, right? This story totally checks out. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. So, the police go to interrogate Marjorie once more so she could give her side. And when they told her about everything that they knew, she went banana crazy. She went ape shit. She was slamming her fists at the table, screaming at the interrogists. Uh, inter- inter- interrogator. 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 Oh God, interrogists. Um, <laughs> my brain. Uh, yeah. The the he was she was yelling at them, but despite her outburst, she kept talking. She told the police that she would show the police around all the locations of the day that Wells robbed the bank. Now after, uh, and she was able to show them. You know, she they they go on a drive and then she shows them everything and then she tells. She keeps talking and talking and talking. And after the drive, she demanded that she would reveal everything, everything on the account that she gets a letter of immunity. Because she sees how this is very incriminating for her, that she knows this much about the case. Yeah, of course. But it's too late. Without a lead and her being the prime suspect and her and her having so much evidence against her they arrested her and then they sentenced her to a life in prison so that is my story she it ends with her being sentenced to life prison life in prison so she was caught is she still is she still alive and is she still in prison i'm pretty sure she is but she's really old okay so before I end, are you sure this is the end? I'm hopeful. But like, Do you think she no did more... it? Do you think she's the mastermind after everything I've presented? I still think that like, like she's a, she's a right-hand man. For like with the, with the whole thing that like she hired, like she needed the money to kill her dad and stuff. Like, yeah, I, I, I'd say that like she is the mastermind. Well, Nins... Yes. The story does not end there. Oh, really? And There's I'll talk more? about it in another episode. Oh? Oh my oh, god! Okay. <laughs> wow! That deep tease, you guys. That deep tease. I like it's bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna talk about how it ends because when, okay. I, when I tell you the story is... It just gets, it's so full of twists and turns. You will be shocked to find out what happened next. So with that, that is my story. I mean, I I ended it well. You know, she was sentenced to a life in in prison. Yeah. And you know, like there's there's a conclusion to the story. But that's not Mm -hmm. the whole story. So you'll find out in a future episode. Just, just wait, just wait and see. Right, Nins. <laughs> yes. What is your story? Oh wait. Uh, oh, uh. <laughs> Let's try that one more time. Nins, what what is your story? Sorry. Um, mine isn't like as 
gruesome as yours and as like real life horrific stuff, but it is pretty scary. And some things did happen in real life. So originally, I was gonna talk about this um, game called um, the Rain Man game. Mm-hmm. I've I've had this one for like a while now. I put it down on like a, the list that Andrew and I have. Like, all right, uh, this is the general topics, and like you can write down like what what your your title topic is. So I was gonna talk about the Rain Man game. However, uh, I got the the game from um, this TikTok who. TikTok guy who like talked about like horror stuff and then like when I was looking for it when I was like writing my script I can't find his account uh, I think it was banned I don't I don't know so I had to look with some look up something else so um I decided to go with um one man hide and seek oh uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that, this one I think I, I know that I think it's very popular yeah in a, like the horror game I got my sources References, sources, yeah. references from um, websites like um, My Machine, uh, the the tiny the ghost uh, the ghost in my machine and uh, folklore.usc.edu. It's a ritual site. So um, according to these sites, wait, um, why are you on a? Why do you know these websites? I Google Googles. Google. Googles. I mean, are are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Okay. I mean. Weird. Wow. Okay. I mean, sus just again. just saying. I, I like. How I'm always sus. <laughs> uh, well, well, whose fault is that? I know, right? I will never help myself. <laughs> anyway, I know it's continue so with this story. Anyways, it's fairly long. So this started in a Japanese horror bulletin board, roughly around in 2006, 2007. Is this Two Chan? Uh, the website. No. Uh, the website is called um. Hitori Kakurebo. Kakurebo. I'm sorry, cannot pronounce Japanese. But apparently someone uh, translated the the website's name, which translates it back to um, One Man Hide and Seek still. So mm-hmm. it's like a literal translation. But it wasn't until uh, the fall of 2008 where like the instruction appeared on the site in English that it's translated. So... How do you play and what do you get out of it? So I'll uh, list down the instructions, requirements. There's a lot of preparation just to play this game, which is like oh god, very those curious. are the worst types of games, you know, when you like, have to do like so much just... preparation. Yeah, you know like, those board like, games. Because like, the because the but we we used to like do board games, right? Yeah, and yeah. I hated that part, like the setting <laughs> up, and then especially if you're not familiar with the game, and then you have to like. Uh-huh learn the game there's a ton of stuff yeah and so like this person is like reading out the instructions and you're like not listening at all <laughs> i mean do you know do you get it yeah i get it I like get you, this you've one, done that be, too um, right it's yeah, not just I'm me i'm not gonna deny yeah you're it's, you're not the one. It's i'm fine. telling That's everyone like, like, um one of the other games that i enjoy like when we were doing board games was um love letter love letter is absolutely easy to play like there's not a lot of prep and stuff. Anyways, I I like them. Um, sorry, I, I want to answer that question too. Go. I go. like I like the coup. Coup, yeah, coup is fun. Yeah, coup is, is fun. fun. Okay. We should play board games again at some point. But anyway, yeah. For one man hide and seek players, it's just just you. Like there are people who are like playing it in their house. That's like 
with there's other people inside the house where it's always like recommended that it's best that if you're alone in the house so that whatever happens you don't um you don't include other people with whatever it is that you're going to do so there's a lot of requirements i'm gonna like do a uh, rundown of it uh, stuff animals uh, stuff toy stuff doll with limbs a stack of uncooked rice a pale a pair of nail clippers a needle a length of red thread one sharp edge such as a knife or scissors a bathroom with a bathtub a cup of salt water a television a hiding spot and incense that is so many things I, but yeah like there's a bunch of requirements all all for a one man hide and seek like nobody's like mm-hmm. like you're gonna be alone this whole it's time just you. and then like there's so it's much pre- you. preparation you know what I'll do I'll just hide under the covers I'll do it like I'll, I'll, I'll hide under the covers and then I'll walk to the mirror and then and then and then I'll open my like I'll go outside of the covers and I'll be like, "Oh, I found you." That's how you play one man hide and seek. Yeah. And then end the game there. Yeah. So yeah, uh, there's a there's a ton of requirements for this, and then that's just to like start to like before you start the game. There's also preparation, so like you can start the actual game. So mm-hmm. there's a prelude in um the website the, the ghostinmymachine.com, where uh, it says you need use the sharp edge of the the knife or the scissors to like cut open the doll, remove the stuffing, and then um, that's where you replace the stuffing with the uncooked rice. Then clip off your fingernail and put it inside the doll with the rice. Um, in the other website, gave me like a different what's it called? Because on the other website, it's, it's uh, there's an interview and so on where they said that it's. It can be like a hair that you put it inside the doll. Whose hair? So like very, your hair or your your hair? Okay, okay. Yeah, your hair. It's very very specific when you're you're trying to play the game and stuff. So again, it's either fingernail or hair that you put inside the doll, and then you use a needle and the red thread to stitch the doll closed without slipping the thread. So like, if there's excess thread, you tie it around the doll. Just wrap it around the doll and uh, tie off the ends. So in the bathtub, that's where you fill the water, and then you purify the room which, uh, where you're gonna be hiding with the incense. And okay. then um, once it's purified, that's where you set up the TV. It's ha- it has to be in the same room. So you you take your cup of water, salt water and the sharp edge of uh what's it called the knife or I'm gonna say knife for the Jewish, uh-huh. and then uh-huh. you have to name the doll. So when you're naming the doll, there's like very specific things that you have to do. You have to name the doll a different name that's not your name. And then have to have the lights uh, turned on. And then you're going to have to lock your doors in the front and back doors if you have a back. You're not supposed to make like unnecessary noises and you're not supposed to leave your house when you're, you're going to like do the game. What else? Uh, um, once, once like the quote-unquote preparation is done that's when you begin which is you start precisely at 3 a.m when you repeat the the phrase that like you call the doll's name three times and then you say um doll uh it is the first uh it is the first then you say that three times uh let's say let's name the doll andrew andrew is the first it 
Andrew is the first it. Andrew is the first it. So you why are, why are you doing God. the the ritual? For all I I'm know, you could it. be it's like fine. you you could be actually doing the ritual uh, and no, mentioning my name. Oh well, <laughs> true. That's that's true. You're 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 <laughs> lazy. You're I'm super lazy. lazy so shit. yeah. So um, once you do that, you go to the bathroom, and then that's where you submerge the doll in the tub and leave it there. Then you kill all the lights in the house, and then you go to your hiding spot. Then you turn on the TV. So the only thing that's on in your house is the television. So you're going to listen to the TV. You're going to close your eyes and count to 10. After you finish counting, uh, you take your, uh, your knife and then return to the tub or the bathroom. And then uh, you remove the doll from the tub and say the phrase, um, I found you, Andrew, uh, about three times, I believe. Uh-huh. And then um, that's when you cut the, ed- cut the red thread binding the doll. And then after cutting, uh, you're going to say you're, that you're the next it. So you're basically letting the doll know that it's, it's the doll's turn to find you. So that's when you uh, return the doll to the bathtub and then you go back to your hiding spot and like be silent as possible. It's a, it's a, it's a very, very specific ritual. So uh, in, in the other, in the other uh, website, I had this other website because I was trying to find what do you get out of it if you win? Yeah, like well, what is the purpose of doing this game? Like why? Why are like, we... There's so much... Why are we inviting so this evil entity into our own homes and playing hide and seek where yeah right it's it's a very if if i'm if um, did i hear correctly like it it could cost you your life yeah it uh so it ends with um like you take the salt water you put it in your you take a good amount of it you you don't drink it you just put it in your mouth you hold it and then um after a while you can go and look for the doll because it's not always going to be in the bathroom when you left it. Yeah. So once you find the doll, you pour you pour the remaining salt water, uh, in the cup over it, and then you spit on the the doll. Basically, you're repeating the phrase "I win" three times. So if you lose, if like the doll finds you or what, I think that's when you die, like it kills you or something. So. Uh, there's also um, a chance that, like, if you can't find the doll at a specific uh, amount of time while waiting, or, like, you hear noises and stuff, you're gonna have to uh, put salt around you, or, like, the salt water. You, you Basically, you use the salt water to defend yourself. Um, as long as, like, you're not supposed to leave the house. I said leaving the house has, like, dire consequences. So, there's... There's not a lot of um, stuff on like if you if you leave or what because like it's it doesn't specifically say that you will die, so uh-huh. it's like okay you, it's just a, a collective agreement that okay if I lose I might die kind of thing. So, um the the website the ritual website that I looked it on where it was a. Uh, it was a conversation of an interviewer and an informant. So uh, the interviewer did ask that, uh, what do you get out of winning? The informant actually says, you just get bragging rights. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. But like, here's the thing. Wait. Like, there's a lot of prep work just for bragging rights. Just for it's bragging like, rights? 
girl, I that's, better be receiving one million dollars if I'm going to go through all that prep. Because um, if I I don't remember the Rain Man game specifically, oh. what do you win out of it? But um, I believe the Rain Man game. If you win, you can get a wish granted or something uh-huh. like that. It's like 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 money or whatever, right? But like with this one, it's just bragging rights. Like this website, uh huh. I bragging. All, like all this insane. all this prep. I better not be getting HIV. But um, they <laughs> did say that I th- they they believe it's a it's a ritual for something. Uh huh. That like. There's no specification of what it is because it's on it's on a Japanese horror bulletin board, and then like you don't really know like especially back in what two thousand six two thousand seven like how accurate the translation is like what's the context of it really because I don't know if the website is still up the Japanese website where it's originally posted yeah. If you want bragging rights that you did this and survived, I mean, go ahead. I'm not gonna stop you. Feel free to let us know how it goes. Uh, yeah, I, I'll post the, I, the wait. No, 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 wait. So do not, do not listen to her. <laughs> you guys, she's a cannibal, and she's going on wow. sus websites. Wow. And she's telling you guys to do the game and then let her know how it goes. Okay. You have a choice to do it or not. You can do it. I'm not I'm, telling you. you I'm, should, s- I'm saying. But you can. I am the voice that will tell you do not do it. Do not invite those right, voice of evil spirits into your own home. We girl, it's it's 2022. <laughs> you know, we we already have enough bad spirits in the world, in the government, in oops, <laughs> oops, and oops. oops. Anyway, thank you anyway, so, so much. That's my story. So, Nins, before yes. I end the show, I'm going to give the announcement. Are you okay. Is everybody ready? Are you sitting down? Are you absolutely positively sure that you are ready you're for alone. what you're about to hear? This this August 26th. So exactly three weeks from now, we will have the Farts Live Show Show. And it's going to happen live with Ninja and me in the same room. Oh my god. Ah! I'm super, super excited. This August 26th, Ninja can finally come by and we will have the best time of our lives. We're going to meet, we're going to have our live show live with me and Ninja in front of each other and it will be broadcasted live over at twitch.tv forward slash the Andrew Talks. So if you would like to watch the show as it happens live, go listen to go watch it on August 26th at exactly um, 9 p.m. Philippine Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash the Andrew Tops. Oh. <laughs>
Well, that was a bunch of um, claps. There you go. Yeah. So hey, that <laughs> that's the that's that's the announcement. I am super excited for it. Ninja is super excited for it. We are preparing for a really good show that night. Um, mm-hmm. With that, we also need your help. We want your scary stories. So if you have a scary experience, you know, it doesn't have to be super ooky spooky. It can be a funny thing that happened with a ghost. Um, please send it over to this Google form that we will link in the show notes. And you can also find it in the Facebook group and also in Twitter and also our Facebook page. So you literally have no other choice. Like you have no excuse of missing the submission of the stories. We will give you three weeks to do it and we will all read that live in the show. Yes. In the live show show. And we're also going we're also going to be playing a bunch of games. Uh we've mm-hmm. got some special guests on for that night. And yeah, I'm just super, super excited. It's going to be the same farts live that has happened the past two seasons but it's going to happen live with me and Ninya in front of each other physically in the same room in the same room we are super yeah we are super super excited super. Uh, and we can't wait All for right. you to be there so nins yes what have we learned in today's episode um we learned a lot mm-hmm. and we learned that we should not Play hide and go seek with uh, spirits at night. So you learned nothing Unless from my you story. Want it. Wow. No, I learned nothing. Cause like there's, it's an inevitability kind of thing. What I learned is that I can go on this really wild murder just so I can get my father's inheritance. Like the idea is there. Now. Obviously, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. People are going to take this out of context. They're going to clip it. And then it's going to be taken out of context. Obviously, I'm joking. And then now you're going to be considered as, what, a murderer? Yeah, I'm going to be... I'm a cannibal. Yeah, I'm going to be a murderer. And then you're going to be a cannibal. And then, you know, like... This is our life now. Yeah, it's all going to happen now. (laughs) Okay. But obviously, you know, we're kidding. No. Um, Yeah. The real real lesson is um, you can have this super elaborate plan and you don't even have a plan of like yeah on how to get out like how to make sure you're not caught in the crossfire so you know i'm just gonna say a little bit stupid but anyway that is it for the show Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Frightening, Alarming, Real Life Tales show. You can follow Ninya on all her socials at Nincy Fernandez. That's N-I-N-C-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. I'm at The Andrew Tops on everything. And the show's Facebook and Twitter is at Bart's Pod. Now, we got... We've got a Facebook group that you can join. We post everything we come across in the show and any scary stuff we may come across. And also, we've got a Discord server. Um, it's my personal Discord server, but it's also a Farts Discord server. So, if you would like to join, all of the links are in the show notes. If you've got a scary story you'd like to share, then you can email fartspot at gmail.com or submit it in the form for the Farts Live Show. God. 
And also, and also, I cannot wait to see Nanya in person on August 26, where we Same. will we will just celebrate farts on its third season for the live show show. Anyway, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, Ninya, thank for you. coming here. And of we will course. all see you in the next episode. And also on August 26. Bye. 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 The Frightening Alarming Real Life Tales show comes out with new episodes every Friday at 3 a.m. It is hosted by me, Nina Flor Fernandez, and Andrew Tupino. Our intro song is an original by Key Studios and edited by Wesley of Review. Cover art and logo by Tirso Tan Jr. Andrew Tupino is the executive producer. This show is produced by SB3 Studios and is a proud member of Filipinas Indie Podcast Entertainment Network. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on the next one.